All right, y'all. Welcome to the next installment of the Dismount Podcast. And today, uh, as a group, we're getting together and we are talking about the creator economy. Uh, The title of this episode is going to be Consumption or Production. Did you know you had a choice? So, with that being said, what we are going to end up talking about in this episode Uh, And as always, these conversations are freeform. Uh, We throw together a couple notes, but this isn't something where we're trying to uh, steer a narrative towards. These are three different guys coming together and having a conversation. For instance, the notes that I have on this episode are completely different than what Derek wants to share with us today. So let's get into it. What you're going to uh, learn from us or hear from this conversation is going to be discussing uh are you a consumer or a producer or do you have a beautiful happy balance in your life of the both and what i mean by that is are you someone who's producing things for other people are you providing to your community are you providing uh content uh creation are you providing marketing are you providing a service to people What are you doing? Or are you just a person who walks through life and you are consistently consuming everything around you, consuming the energy of others, consuming products, consuming food, consuming goods? So as we start this off and dive into it, I initially wanted to basically drop the A-bomb that more and more people are waking up to illusions that are being created in front of us and and what i mean by that is there are definitely some things out there that are constantly trying to steer you to buy products that you probably don't even need and when some things in recent times within the last couple years of us being shown how crazy easy it is for whether it's AI or computer simulation to create a deep fake. And what I mean by that is taking a public figure or even taking Derek and recreating. <laughs> I just wanted to We're see. If pass you, on that one. I just wanted to see if you'd laugh. It's like one of me is more than enough. <laughs> I just there should not be two of me. But Taking uh, basically a picture of you and your voice and creating a fake video of you sitting there and talking and sharing your points of view. Um, once that came out, that was another one of those things that was like a another light clicked for, I think, a lot of people of like, wait, what kind of bullshit is going on here? Like, wait, is there a lot of things that I could have potentially seen over the years that were not like the people who I actually thought were saying them, you know, now it's like, well, what is real and what's not? Holy shit. So that's where I have wanted to, in the last four, four years or so, three, four, five years, have wanted to become more of a producer in life and for this reality and not consume as much, but provide more and To me, I saw an avenue with social media and how much there is just constant uh, garbage 
Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my perception. That's not garbage to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean by that is like, we've talked about it before the videos of just, you take someone who's a famous, uh, has this fantastic podcast or has publicity or something has a lot of following and you just revamp their videos with AI and you just pump out more garbage and it's just their content that you're just recycling. And that's the kind of stuff that I was talking about. For me, that's just, come on, man. It's, I get it. It's good content, but that's just, that's just bullshit, man. Produce your own stuff. But in this world that we live in right now, you have that choice to choose a consumer path or choose a production. And there are so many different ways to be a producer nowadays. And I have a very good viewpoint on someone like uh, Jeff Bezos. I think that uh, Jeff Bezos, I, I don't really care about anything when it comes down to his personal endeavors of what he chooses to build out or outside of Amazon. Amazon is the only thing that I will be referencing in terms of my opinion when it comes down to Jeff Bezos. Amazon was something where he built this company out from his garage of just reselling books to now there are so many different ways for millions and millions of people to make money through and utilizing Amazon. So we're going to start off with just the fact that Amazon Prime, if you can become a small business store that's linked in with Amazon, I mean, Amazon's pumping out your stuff in two days to people. Amazon, creating an Amazon store for yourself or your small business is awesome. If you are in a big time industry you can create an Amazon store for your parts and people will buy it through Amazon because it's the hot place. That's where everybody's going to buy stuff. Now, I don't want to get into the statistics of who goes to Amazon, who doesn't go to Amazon, and there's a many other websites out there. So we're not getting into this. The majority of the population knows about Amazon, so we're going to stick with Amazon. We're not diving into Alibaba and all the other ones that are out there that people who get into drop shipping learn about and know about more. So Amazon. On Amazon, I have the ability to be an affiliate marketer, so I can create my own blog online, and I could link anything that I've bought from Amazon to my blog online. And if people click my link and go through, I'll get paid a commission for pushing them to that. So you can choose. Do you want to be someone who's pushing people to more consumer products? Or do you want to be someone who's pushing someone towards more self-development and and fulfillment and growth, you know, personal growth products? You have the choice out there. So once again, I can choose to be someone who pumps out that good content on Amazon, Mm -hmm. or I can be someone who pumps out the not so good content on Amazon. Once again, my perception, you know, it's other people have a different perception, but tit, I am so intrigued at, you know, my concept of Amazon and Jeff Bezos with him being bringing, he brought something that made him millions of dollars and then offered an opportunity for people to make millions of dollars because now you can even go down to just create a video. Oh, I go buy, I go buy these lights for our our show i can go and i can put a video out like 
the three of us could sit down here for 30 seconds before we started recording this and just talk about a review of saying these lights were the shit we've used them for our podcast so far they've been fantastic blah 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 and if people watch that just to see a real person because that's where i was trying to connect back someone who's real who doesn't have this fantastic quality uh lighting and all this different stuff just some person creating a video with their iphone right and just saying like this was the product i bought and it was great and it's worked for me and i would i would recommend someone else buying it people want to see real people nowadays when we found out about deep fakes i've i feel that more people were like i want authenticity Mm -hmm. i want to know that this stuff is real that i'm you know watching Mm -hmm. but as tit was going to say Where's the illusion come into that play? Hmm. And I'm like fighting the other part of my brain that's like, oh man, we can go into a rabbit hole right now of illusion. And I'm like, ah, stay on subject. We, uh, I think that there's a lot of illusions at play when it comes to stuff like that with deep fakes, like, and that we all want something authentic and real. And I think that's what kind of makes those unboxing videos so popular because, you know, we're all used to the ShamWow Billy Mays guy. He's just like, this product's awesome. But then like you get just picture Derek has a box in front of him. He's going to check out this. um, I'm not going to say what brand tablet, this tablet in front of him. He's like, oh, this tablet, I'm going to give you 100% truth. Ah, too heavy. Not really my taste. But you know what? The screen on this, pretty awesome. And then it's like on the backside, it's like, you know what? I wouldn't mind a heavy tablet. I I could go for that, you know? Yeah. Still falling into the consumer uh, section of that. But, you know, we we are kind of all starving. I'm going to actually throw out this uh, little tidbit. Somebody once said, we're all drowning in information and starving for wisdom. And, uh I feel like that's kind of the producer and consumer age that we're all falling into right now. We're all like, I mean, it's kind of like your diet. I'm on a bit of a dopamine diet right now in a sense. Um, No, that's a lie. Not in a sense. I'm on a dopamine diet. I (laughs) tried to force myself in lines to not pull out my phone, to not, um, to let myself be bored. I do the cold showers. You know, we're all, I think we're all kind of in our own ways in this circle on our own diets in that sense of like, all right, my brain is losing itself to programming and we're all, we, at least in this circle are fighting the programs because I mean, that's, that's going to be a whole different discussion, but we're all fighting the program and the rat race, you know, rat race for anyone not knowing it's, you know, how do I make a quick buck? Like, how do I make a quick buck faster than the next guy? So I can, live my own happiness. Um, but in this world, we really don't need to be fighting to make that quick buck. I find myself in that trap of, you know, you got to go to work to make more money so you could be happy. And it's like a lot of people that are up there and already have that money. They say you could choose to be happy now while you're making the money in it. And it's like, in this, like we're kind of trained in this consumer society. How do I, like you said, illusion, how do I, make myself get to the finish line faster so that I could relax. And like we talked about in the previous episode or two, 
previous episodes, we are addicted to that stress of like, I need to get to that destination faster. But you know what happens when we get over that mountain down to the next valley? I look up. That's a cool mountain. Like, <laughs> yeah, we give ourselves and Joe Rogan talks about that too, about how, you know, we need that. Um, I don't know if he uses the word mountain, but we need a mountain to climb. And if we don't have one, we're not happy. And if our mountain's too steep, it's too difficult. It's not within our range. Um, no pun intended, but <laughs> if it's, you know, too challenging, not within our range, we're not happy either. And it's funny. Um, a big part of me with this, like consumers dopamine, uh, I keep wanting to use detox. That's Huberman's thing. But, uh, this dopamine diet that I'm going on, it's entirely for the purpose of like, okay, like quit just consuming all that all the time. You're flooding your brain. You're not happy when you flood it. So you kind of got to take yourself on a roller coaster of it. Deal with the boring stuff. Enjoy it. Try to take that process in. And um, he said, don't, don't just like keep buying into those illusions because it is all fake, not all of it, but like all those people who are like super cheery. I love making fun of Instagram. I'll, I'll keep doing it. Yeah. Instagram, you guys are doing fantastic. You guys have all kinds of good shit out there, <laughs> but I love making fun of certain influencers saying that, yeah, sure. You think that they don't have family members who get sick. That's a lie. You yeah. think that they don't have times where they wake up and they're feeling down. That's a lie. Right. Maury Povich is sitting over here with me. That's a lie. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I think we all kind of just like we're at risk for taking the blue pill. If anyone ever tries to remember which ones, which reality pill starts with an R red pills, reality pill. We're all at risk of eating that blue pill. And I think one of the things that we come together to is to fight that urge. But I feel like I've rambled for long enough on that. No way, dude. What? So what? What are the couple things that you've been doing um, to try to uh, go through that dopamine detox? Because I'll share real quick the one mm-hmm. thing that I've done just recently, and it was just all fortunate circumstances mm-hmm. that have led me to this. But this is the new phone that I have now. Mm-hmm. This phone only has my Notion app and Spotify on it in terms and YouTube studio and then YouTube because we're uh, I'm the one then, who's in charge of YouTube. Like, but no, then, no, 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 no Instagram, no TikTok, then, uh, nothing, no Snapchat on this one. So I, I don't have any of that stuff. I only have the YouTube because I plan on handling the YouTube. My old phone that I was able to keep. I still have my Snapchat. All my stuff is on my old phone, but that's in airplane mode at all times. The only time I can access that stuff is when I have Wi-Fi. So I can only do Snapchat or like Instagram or whatever or TikTok when I'm somewhere where I have Wi-Fi. So home or at work, yeah, I can. I'm already logged into that stuff. But if I'm out and about in public or something, I don't have or driving in the car. I have not been able to look at any of that stuff all week. Mm-hmm. So like driving in the car has literally just been like there hasn't been a single like get stuck where there's traffic and. All right, I'm gonna watch for a second. Yeah, and that's been so fantastic because, like, mm-hmm. I started watching the birds again, man, and like the mm-hmm. just looking at the sky and Wind like the different stuff, like yeah, and just yeah. like 
even just looking at like, oh, wow, when did they build that building? Like, that's mm-hmm. completely different. I don't remember that being there. So just that, like, that was a mm-hmm. fortunate circumstance for me of like, and I'm taking advantage of it right now to dopamine, like, build that shit yeah. back up, man. Hell so yeah. what have you been doing? Damn, I'm like, I totally am capable of doing that with my backup <laughs> phone. Because I also got a new phone and I kept it, the other one, because I was like, hey, emergencies. Um, I should probably do that, but I'm not going to, I won't lie. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh man, I, <clears throat> Instagram has a, been a big one. Uh, so I used to even go, so, you know, as men, we could totally use our other hand to do other things. I used to just pull out my phone and then just with one hand, I'm doing my business. The other hand, it's clean. I'm just scrolling. I've stopped doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dopamine diet. Gotta gotta get on it. But uh yeah, I try not to do that. Um I try to take a lot of mindful moments at work and then just like try to think about what you're doing and take a step back. Like almost like the forest in the trees type of concept. You're staring at the trees real intently. For anyone who's listening who doesn't know what I do, I'm a machinist and I have to run a lot of parts and I'm staring at the equipment as it's coming in pretty quickly and carving things out to a very specific product. Yeah. Um, and I manipulate it. Um, but I took a step back I try to have mindful moments to think about like what you're doing is really cool. Now that like, you know, my grandfather's a carpenter, I'm kind of in that same wheelhouse. Like he'd have to produce a lot of things that are identical for very specific purposes. Um, and it has to be com- almost completely identical. So I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Like, you know, you, you could sit here and if you're flooding your brain with like who we just made fun of a imaginary person, Kelly, the person who's like working for two hours a day and the rest of the day, she's just like doing healthy things and then posting about it. A lot of us are jealous of Kelly because it's like, I wish I could just like live my life, be healthy. And, uh, <laughs> you know, be disciplined and all these things. Um, so instead of watching Kelly be happy, I'm just like slowing myself down and be like, okay, just be happy. Like you don't have to be like living this luxurious life. And I think one of my greatest treasures are movies, but they, they also movies are intended to sell. So I mean, all kinds of luxurious things sell, So I try not to like let myself buy into that trap of you can make your life a movie from that producer standpoint, but you can't make yourself your life into a movie from that consumer standpoint of like, okay, I'm going to sit here and be angry that I'm here right now. And it's like, stop being angry right now. I'm 30 years old. Be happy. You're healthy. Be happy. Like it's like Chris Rock's joke about like, you're white smile. Like (laughs) I'm not saying because I'm I'm just saying, you're healthy. You're 30. Right. Like, smile Isn't about it wild? It. Yeah, you're in a first world country. You got clean water. Smile. You got clean water. Say it again. You got clean water. Like, but uh, some of the other things I've been doing, like I said, I stand in line and it's really hard and it's kind of awkward and you see other people and you're like, I should just pull out my phone. And it's like, no. I also, I look like a crazy person, but I've been practicing, uh, I've been practicing that more, just being a little bit crazy and unorthodox. Yeah. Um, there's a time where, you know, whenever you go to one place somewhere else where somebody, you need their help with something. For instance, 
I have material I take over to someone else and then I've measured it and wrote all the paperwork down. Then they got to process it. So they process it. I stand there and it's so tempting to pull out your phone. Be like, I'm going to sit here for a minute and a half and this is going to be so boring. But it's like the cold shower when you start. It's a little bit awkward and uncomfortable, but I'm like, hmm, what can I do? I just start looking up. Like, There's a lot of piping up here. And all the blue pipe I see, it's it's all airlines. And I'm like, where does the airline go? And I turn around. Like, <laughs> I'm just like following it. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. Like those things, as kids, we get to appreciate those. And all those 80s and 70s uh, people complaining about kids nowadays, but then they post more on Facebook than anyone else. Yeah. Those people talk about you guys just don't know how to go outside anymore. He's like, I'm trying. I'm trying to, you know, make make myself more mindful. I still try to go on walks when the weather permits. As we talk about, it's not easy to keep doing the cold shower, but the cold shower is now that I've done it. I've done it since December of 2021. I've done the cold shower. Now it's uh, October of 2023. So that cold shower in the morning, I can definitely feel it. I There's... I don't need the science to tell me that two hours after a cold shower, I get a surge of dopamine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things I pretty much, I just, whenever I notice them, I try to be like, okay, is it uncomfortable? Is it boring? Well, then you might need to do it. And uh, like even healthcare stuff, like I'm just like going, logging into things I don't need to do. I did a course online last night that was about like diet and nutrition and I was like, I don't need to do this, but you know, I should do this. Yeah. And I was like, well, instead of scrolling, why don't you worry about your health? And I was like, damn you, Brandon, you're right. So took about like an hour and a half just to read stuff that I really didn't want to read. But I was like, oh, halfway through, I was like, this is really cool. My brain is starting to enjoy it. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> I I, lo- I love two things that you said mm-hmm. in that s- section there. One was you've realized um, that to be uh, to create this life that's like a movie, to live mm-hmm. as that first person character and creating your narrative, like you have to be the producer. Mm-hmm. You can't all. You can't just be. You can't be the consumer. You have to have that producer mentality to produce your reality and. Two was the uh, the consumption stuff was I like that I like that a lot. The my viewpoint of Amazon and Jeff Bezos and the fact that yeah, Amazon you're not off the hook, has <laughs> I didn't forget Teddy right. didn't, didn't get you off the no, hook, so right. let's go all the way back. <laughs> so my viewpoint of so for instance I like hold on like can we can you explain the difference between someone producing and consuming because like. Like you're saying, producing someone? No, not. I'm sorry, not producing and consuming. Who? Someone who is a producer and someone who is a consumer. Like, what is the difference? Because strict, we do both, right, at all times. Well, that's like, what that's so what I'm how, trying. How is like someone pushed into a category? Someone who is. I, well, I don't want to categorize even, like, people on the first, completely, like, but the first thing you just mentioned is like, oh, this is someone who's going to go on and purchase something. And then do a review and they can get a monetary kickback for like helping, uh, you know, write a review about the light, like good or bad. You're going to get a kickback. That's great. But like, aren't you just peddling people 
to consume more by doing that. You're not producing anything. Well, like that, you haven't produced anything. You're just taking something someone's produced and peddling it to other people so they can consume. You're just a middleman. When we first started the episode, I said, "Can you? are you a producer, are you a consumer, or can you find the beautiful, happy yeah. balance between the two? So for me, that's what I'm trying to build is this beautiful, happy balance between the two, because there are still going to be things that people are going to produce in this life that I'm going to say, that would make my life better. Right. That would make my life easier. Am I buying something, but that's where I'm consuming in a positive sense. I'm not just consuming because I'm having this dopamine rush and I'm have, I feel inclined to buy this right, right now. And like, I'm just going off of, <laughs> I need it. I need it. Not it's going to benefit me in the long but run. Isn't that exactly what Amazon is though? Like, that's what, like not saying the people aren't like, you know, they, they should have the willpower too, but doesn't Amazon make it more readily accessible to buy shit that you do not need and have on your doorstep the next day and continue to feed into the addiction of people who may be at a weaker point? Like, that's like, like just saying like, cool, like, yeah, you're right. But these people like, like because of Amazon stuff, having to get in your car, drive somewhere, pick things out, look through it. Like, you're like, oh, cool. Wow. I've never thought I would need a, a Mountain Dew bottle that if you screw up the top, it's a hidden compartment and there's a light at the bottom and it makes a, a funny noise when I go, boop, you know, like. I need that. And yeah, you would. But <laughs> like, it's just, in my opinion, like Amazon just feeds into so many negative things. Like, yeah, is there positives to it? Sure. Like, but just to me, like, like, and that's just one, like, I don't even talk about like what it's done to small businesses. And you could say, well, people can use small businesses as a storefront to provide on Amazon, but then Amazon's taken something off the top, just like say like a Grubhub or an Uber Eats would, where it's like, just go to the restaurant. Don't use a, a third party service who then charges them out the ass. Why don't you just get off your butt and do it? Like, I feel like Amazon's great. The intentions are fine when it was like a bookstore. And now it's just ripping us further back into like the e meta universe with the wrong perception. Right. But anything's with the wrong perception. Right. Like, that's the whole so, conver that's right, the conversation so we have with everything. And I'm just, I'm just, look. There is no conversation without with if we're also like, yeah, dude, everything's the same. But yeah, like that's yeah, yeah. but that's my opinion is like I do see it like whether there's like even just me like going on Amazon. I'm like, oh, dude, I didn't know that like I could get this, this and this. Like, did I need that, that and that? No, but I just happened to click on it and there I am buying things and set my doorstep if someone doesn't steal it off it. But if you walked in, <laughs> if, but if you walked into the wine and spirits. Right. And they had buffalo trace right. on sale for uh a dollar a bottle and there's a hundred bottles sitting there are you buying all 100 bottles i don't know i don't you know, know what i'm saying 100 bottles i'm just saying but <laughs> you know you have you have the awareness of knowing that if you have a hundred bottles of buffalo trace at your house what that's going to lead to your existence <laughs> i mean i disagree like that's not going to change my willpower at all. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, time to drink my daily bottle of Buffalo Trace. I'm, but, but so, right. So but, with the right, with the right yeah. mentality, yeah. I can scroll through Amazon and but, not buy anything. But not everyone's at the right mentality. So that's all I'm saying is like, I'm not like, denying, but yeah. I never denied yeah. your and I'm opinion. Not, I'm, and I'm not attacking your opinion. I, I'm I just agree. saying that like, my opinion is, is that I think people should just get off their ass and go buy things. Now I will agree 
agree that like is it like the the chicken or the egg are storefronts now less plentiful than ever because of amazon or is it like the other way around like amazon ruined storefronts and there's no reason to carry those things or like which way does it go like i i have no clue but it, it does lead you to believe that like Dude, I used to go to Best Buy all the time. Best Buy was oh. the shit. Remember going to the McKnight Best Buy? Yeah. When Dude, when I was like 13, new game release, line out the door. Just like, that's where I went and got my first TV. That's where I got my first laptop. That's where I got all my video games. Mm -hmm. Now it closes at 6 p.m. every day. It felt and like DVDs. A, those, those felt like treasure hunts. Right. Mm -hmm. Which made it even more exciting to go get your video game because right. you didn't know if you were going to get your video game at midnight that night. Right. And like, I'm not saying yeah, like, you, that's what four makes hours, it, five hours, nine hours in line. And that's what makes it hard is because like, is, is everything being so readily accessible, like a positive and you're right. Like it's all perception, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but just off the top of the dome, is it like, is everything being readily available at all times? Really good for everybody. Because you don't really need everything at once. Like, like going no. back to the money conversation, like, does money make you happy? Money has literally never made me happy. Money has only made me pissed off or upset or feel anxious. Like, it has literally never, like, I've never looked at the bank account and went, oh, that just changed my mood. It's never happened. Even yeah. as I've gotten older and started you know, having a, a better uh, income on, on a regular basis, it still has never changed anything. Just like you said, like, I'm going back to the, the where's my mountain? Like, cool, now I got money. What can I fucking worry about now? You know, <laughs> like, there's always something and there's always another battle to fight. So, like, that's just what I mean. Like, the, the money side or, or the instant gratification is, like, that's, that's what I struggle with is, like, those things have never made me happy, ever. And, like... Just like the doom scrolling on online, like like it's consumption, consumption, consumption for nothing, for nothing. I can't tell you, dude. If I laid there last night before bed and like I had a video that like you know Titty sent me, and I'm like, all right, go to watch this. And then Instagram, so good. It's like, oh, okay, next one, next one, next one, next one, dude. I never retain a second. I watch at all. Yep. At all. There's nothing good. It's the same thing as what you eat. It's like going and eating, you know, a bag of chips instead of dinner, you know, like, or, or, or just, I'm going to eat a box of cheese. It's tonight. <laughs> like, you're, you're not retaining any of that. It just, it's, it's hollow shit flowing through you that you'll never retain that does nothing for you. And that's the same thing I think it carries over to like an Amazon type thing. And again, like, you're right. If you just go on and I conveniently needed, um, you know, a new pair of uh, pants for work and I didn't have time to run out, it would be on my doorstep the next day. Hell yeah. But I still think just like Instagram, like if you go on there and you follow the right things and the algorithm kicks it back the right way. Yes. Positives, but yeah. also a hell of a lot of negatives. Well, it's, Amazon definitely opens up the Pandora's box of being able to go down the rabbit hole of just consuming the living shit out of life. Yeah. Because, and I guess we, we didn't really put it's our, like the, it's like the most capital capitalistic thing that has ever happened is, is Amazon prime. Like one like I can go and say like, I can think of literally anything you can name the most absurd thing right now that you think you'd be able to purchase in nine times out of 10, you type it on Amazon and it's Bingo. at your door the next day. Yep. 
that is, I mean, over the, in like the past like five years, that's never been a thing. Right. And probably, you know, 2020, 2021 didn't really help that at all because it kept people in their houses more. And that's where something like that, of course, benefits. But it like now it's like overgrown. Now people don't want to leave. They have no interest in leaving. And I think like outside of just the over consumption of things, it also just ruins like interpersonal relationships with people going out to a store and knowing your cashier or like even just making eye contact with another human being that you might not know and saying, hi, how's your day? Yeah. People don't even want to look at you in the eye anymore. Well, so we didn't even, we didn't, we should have, and I should have laid down the spectrum because we didn't lay down what the spectrum was. All right. So producer, right. Producer is someone who lives on a homestead. Okay. And creates all their own food, literally cuts their own lumber from their own trees, mills their own stuff. That's a hundred percent full-time producer. They don't need anything else at all from anybody else. They create everything for themselves. Anything that they're going to eat, anything that they're going to need, they all get it themselves. A 100% full consumer is someone who buys something for every single situation in their life. So, for instance, I reused that black bin right there to be able to prop our TV up. A consumer does not reuse that bin. A consumer goes on Amazon and finds something that they would see and go, oh, well, that's a nice thing. That would be able yeah, to put my you TV up. The bin at a certain point. No, already? but I purchased like, the bin. Like, but I'm, I'm just I'm dumb, utilizing. Right? I can. I bought. I purchased the bin. Right. So I I was a consumer. Correct. But I've utilized it in multiple different situations. Yeah, and that's fair. So I've taken it and I've haven't just. It wasn't a one time use, and it and it was done and it. So I've been trying to revamp my life. Of not going out and buying right. something for situations like that. Yeah. Like trying to reuse something. Like this Dude. this situation right here. Like I am the Jerry Rigger of life. Like I like that kind of I stuff. Like the MacGyver mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. So that's where I've been able to stay in this like moving more towards the producer side of right. things. And I think all three of us have done that. Like, mm-hmm. like like king of facebook marketplace over here to our left oh, yes like, i love getting the deals yeah or like myself like i've had you know what the tv is in my living room do either of you know that's the tv from regina yeah. before i lived there yeah that because aj was like oh we just throw it away i'm like no i'll take it and yeah. i've had that tv that tv has been kicking for is that like 10 years at least 10 years yeah probably longer than that and I'm still because I don't need another TV. Right. So you didn't go out and consume. Right. I could a have just said, oh, I'll throw it away. I'll get a new, your TV. new yeah. apartment. Right. No. You went right. out, you you've been you've been trying to reuse the stuff that has been in your life. Yeah. And I think that's I, I think that's all you can in a and and that's why like I'm not it's it's sake of conversation more than anything, but it's like the the production or the consumption or like where what category you do fall in and your ultimate goal is to find the happy medium. I think that's exactly where it is. You can't you there's no one, dude, in this day and age, no one's gonna get away with not consuming. It's I'm sorry, it's it is if you wanna a, live in society. It's a pipe yeah. What are you gonna move to Mars? Like, no, but like what I'm I'm saying is that person who's that homesteader who's self-sufficient yeah they don't have to go into society anymore because if they have everything if they have all their food all you need is food shelter yeah what else but when in a a world water in a world where the three basic um what are the three 
Okay. Up there I'm too. sorry. F- food, water, shelter, and safety. But shelter, you could argue, covers is, it. Okay. But outside <clears throat> of that, if you want to live in this and experience different things and go out and do different stuff or experience the opportunities that this world has to give you, you have to consume. Yeah. And I think that's just, uh, we are somehow both natural naturally intertwined with like being producers and consumers for sure like i think like everyone has something to offer to create and then everyone has something to offer as far as consumption goes like it's just the way it goes i, I think it's it's an ebb and flow it's like uh, <laughs> what's uh what's uh uh accepted is like lewis black we we lead these kids to believe they're uh they're they're going to school to get education to live a better life, but in all reality, just another generation of buyers and sellers, buyers and sellers, pimps and whores, pimps and whores. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, but like that's, that is so see, true. So, but that's what it is. Like, and look right. at dude, student loan just kicked back in this month. Woo! Huh. Yeah, no more consuming for me. You know, like fuck, I, my days are over. November. I get. I get. Yeah. Like but 10 like, more days but like i just and, and kicking back into it, it's like i feel like production and consumption has always been and it's kind of like it's just rooted in like especially our country like it's just like it's something where it's always been there it's just been in different forms like there's always been something now my argument right now with like again like online storefronts and getting pulled into it sure like there it's it's great it's still like the most convenient best time to be alive as far as like accessibility to everything but i just think like there's so much left on the table that you can see is being like drawn out of society just because you don't want to go to your local storefront to purchase anything or have a relationship with the guy who owns the the boutique place in your neighborhood or whatever just like little things like that that mean something to me that i think is getting drawn out by like the accessibility i had a hard day at work i need to go out i need to find my girlfriend a gift i'm just going to get on amazon she likes this and whatever there's nothing and that's so hollow yeah so to me it's mm-hmm. like if i'm going to consume like it's for the right reason mm-hmm. and it's coming from the right place i want to go out like i'm gonna i'm gonna get out and like pick her out like i want to take time and time's so hard nowadays but it's like that's what makes it easy and that's what makes consumption so convenient because of the timing of it like i can't just go out and be like all right i gotta take two hours out of my busy day to like really put my heart into like finding something for her for her birthday or whatever and we just we just don't get that which or you don't want to i think a lot of us want to i think a lot of us just uh, what titty said before you get through the day and you're just like what energy do i have left to put towards anybody else and if you haven't built up that if you haven't built up that self-love cup, then you don't even have the opportunity to be able to go and share that, like, actually sit and yeah. pour that love out. It's so hard, dude. Like, that's I was just thinking about that this week, too. Like, like you mentioned, like, pouring from the empty cup, it's impossible. But, like, like trying, like, I think about, like, how, like, and I, like, you know, Mind you, in my job, it, it might be more acting than not a lot of the time. Like, if you, like, man, it, and it's in any any job like mine. Like, anytime there's a group of people doing the same thing as far as making, like, outbound phone calls to, to try to sell things to folks, mm-hmm. like, it, it it's anywhere. Like, I don't even have to hide it. It's, hey, hey, hi, Zach, it's Derek with the da-da-boo-da-boo-da-ba-do. Hey, 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 you know? And then, like, you get off the phone, like... I fucking hate that guy. God, you know, so what it's an like, idiot. right. But it's just like, you know, like, but if I'm going to give that type of like, 
no matter if it's it's fake or real but i mean you can tell the difference but it, i i owe it to at the end of the day to give it to the people i love and i think i've been so guilty of that it's such a bummer because like like you know i did i've come over here after a day of work and like yeah what's up dude oh, yeah i'm good yeah. and it's so hard because it bums you out more than anything but it's like it's all you want to do is be able to give like the same effort you give people who don't give a shit to the people you actually do and it just it's never easy and that's why like things like this where you can get a little a little bounce back in your day it's like oh all right well whatever and that's that could be with the right perception but it's you're right man it's just ebbs and flows for sure well it all comes down to it all comes down to perception what perception do you want to see it as mm -hmm. do you want to look at it as it's a positive or it's a negative and then what are you consuming that is trying to steer that narrative for you. Yeah. So that's where it's so important to be cautious of what are you producing and sharing with the world that is ultimately going to maybe cause people to feel certain ways. There's two sides to every story. So when you go to produce something, you got to see it from both sides. If I share this with the world, People might view it this way. They might view it that way. Or when it comes down to your consumption, what am I consuming? What is that? What is, what am I putting into me? What am I listening to? What am I allowing to shape my reality? You know, I, I like to help situations and people who are going to ultimately give people like that spark. So there's a song and, and I've, I, fuck i'm gonna fuck up his name but there's a song and it's called rich men north of richmond and it's a really it's a great song and it's really uh opening up a lot of people his name is oliver anthony and he was joe rogan basically helped this guy blow up but his song rich men north of richmond basically says that uh richmond north of richmond lord knows they all just want to have total control they want to know what you do. They want to know what you think. Um, I know you don't, or they don't think you know, but I know that you know. And he goes on to basically, you know, talk about how there are people who are trying to manipulate our reality mm -hmm. and that there are a, a, a massive group of people who believe that that's what's happening in our reality. Mm -hmm. So if I sit here and I continuously like consume that song every single day or just on a regular, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue to think that that narrative and that reality is all there is and that there's no way for us to be able, like that's what's out there. That's not going to change, man. So there's just, there's these people who are out there who just do this dark stuff, man. And it is what it is. And just more and more people are going to continue to believe that that's the narrative that's out there. So, like, I am in this crazy ass place where, like, I even try to, like, damn, like, this dude's message is really fucking good because mm -hmm. this is really what's happened. But fuck, if this hits too many people for too long, this is going to make a bunch of people, like, want to revolt and cause all kind of, like, it's just. Mm -hmm. I start to see it from these crazy different angles too of just how much could this really affect people and keep them stuck in thinking that that's the narrative. Like the, the Illuminati just means the illuminated ones like the Illuminati, man. I mean, 
it's just a whole thing of like whether or not you believe in that. Once again, it's your perception of reality. That's what all of this shit comes back down to. And this is why this conversation that we've had today is the best conversation that we've had so far. Because we are showing people the two sides to things. You coming back and talking about Amazon and saying, you know, Amazon just like this is the negative side of what Amazon is. These are the conscious conversations that I want to keep having on this podcast throughout. I want to keep showing people what are the two different sides of how you can view this situation. Because every single effing podcast that's out there and every single effing person who's out there who's trying to put shit out and share is literally just, this is the way to view it. There's no other side. Yeah, I don't know anything. You know what I mean? (laughs) I have no clue. (laughs) There's no other possibility other than the way that they're describing or that this is the only or, you know, it goes into... I love the I love the paleos versus the vegans argument. What's that one? So vegans are all about fruit, vegetables. That's all you're supposed to it's all 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 fruits and vegetables. The paleo, if I'm if I'm messing that up, is all right. it's all meat. Hundred yep. percent re- right. red meat. That's all you eat. Wow. It's just red meat. You don't consume anything else. So these guys are over here going, it's all plants, 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 plants. It's all red meat, red meat, red meat. Hey, jabronis, did any of you like stop and say like, we all feel good over here. You all feel good over there. Well, what's the common denominator between the two situations here? Oh, we all got rid of the processed foods. Oh, shit. So it's not that you have to 100% go vegan or you 100% have to go paleo. It's find your own happy balance, bro. Yeah. But get rid of the fake shit. That's all it is. You know, so that's where I want to continue having these fantastic conversations of like, what is the ebb to the flow? What is the yin to the yang? We show it from both sides. So... Can you be someone who produces and and be a producer? Like it's not being on the production side is the side to be on. And it's not that being on the consumer side is the side to be on. It's the having the healthy relationship with both sides is what you ultimately have to have if you want to be on either side. You know, I can be someone who just keeps pumping out garbage and I can go online and I can say all kind of really dark stuff or whatever and just like pump out negativity if I wanted to. Or I can go online and I can pump out positivity. Or I can go online and pump out blank. I can be someone who consumes quality products, quality goods. Or I can be someone who consumes garbage. Yeah. That's going to ultimately negatively affect my supercomputer and my avatar body that I have, my temple. <laughs> I think it is a lot of, uh, I was just thinking about this too, like the, the, the confirmation bias of like information on the internet too. It just, you get stuck in it. Like it's like, <sighs> it makes you think of like 
going online and and if you're out there looking for negativity like you're going to find it you know right and it's so crazy because if you get lost in that mindset it can even be like if you're having a shitty day and you're looking out looking for shitty things you're just reoccurringly living in shit you know it's it's the same thing about being happy and i think that's like how like these tools can be positive but it, you have to you have to find the right things like i i do agree like like on social media like instagram if you start looking for the right shit the algorithm starts kicking the right shit back to you like there's a reason why like like even on our our page for the 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 pod it's not like we don't follow anything because i'm i hope and pray it's not going to start kicking back the 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 toxic shit it tries to spew to my my personal account sometimes depending on like I don't know, whatever, whatever, like trauma in the world's occurring or whatever is in the, it's like, oh, you, you watch that entire video. We're going to send you 10 more here now, tomorrow. And, yeah. You know, hopefully. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's, it's just wild because like, that's like, that's the hypnotic state that you can find yourself in. And I think that's the same thing as like, you know, not eating, eating in a, a productive manner, like um, that, that's going to actually benefit like you to live a sustainable life or even like, just taking in the right amount of protein to have like your muscles, like get what they need to continue to grow and replenish or uh, hydrating correctly in water or just drinking soda over and over. Just there's so many different things that it goes back to the social media too. It's like, you're kind of like, if, if you're just looking for the same shit, that's all you're ever going to find. Yeah. So if you're digging for garbage, you're going to find garbage. Yeah. If you're digging for gold, you're going to find gold. Right. It's what perception are you walking through life? It's what, what, what are you looking for? You know, it's like Wally. Wally takes. I love Wally. I think anybody listening should take a second. Wally's horrifying. I wrote Wally down on here too. Really, like any conversation we have can go back to Wally. I believe his whole spine of his character is to find the beauty in life. This guy takes garbage and takes garbage and just makes it into beautiful things, and he finds everything that's valuable in that. But. That's that's not so much. I don't want to derail what we're talking right. about. There's actually something that I was thinking um, deserves mentioning. Um, as you guys were talking, I had a few things I was thinking. Um, one of them, I love the Dark Knight, so it always comes back to that. But you know, talks about like who you are versus what you do that really defines you, and what we're doing can be anything. But you know, I think that thing you mentioned about producers and consumers i was loving watching the tennis match back and forth um earlier about what is a producer what is consumer and i think honestly you can't not be a consumer at all i think um it's very interesting that farmer analogy i was thinking about it immediately i was like oh man i had like i had to in my head there's a little snap i was like oh damn man that's a bad like realization that farmer He's still a consumer. Anytime he goes and makes a table, cuts down the wood, that tree's got to say bye bye. Um, but like, where do you get the axe? You know. But did he grind it up himself? <laughs> like, no, dude. Like, you, you eventually yeah. you bought something. Well, yeah. the, what's Titty's? Yeah. What Titty's yeah. saying right there yeah. is okay. I'm a fu- I'm right. out on a homestead. I'm just, I'm just reestablishing mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. right. There's something to be rain consumed. falls from the sky. Mm-hmm. I use the rain to water my crops. Mm-hmm. I'm still consuming nature. Mm-hmm. So in some way, shape, or form, I'm still consuming something. Right. Yeah, so yeah. you're not you're you can never mm-hmm. become just the producer because the producer exactly. is producers out there. We're not him or her. Yeah. Um, right. But I think that's very interesting. That I think about it from 
that standpoint, producer and consumer, it kind of falls under certain categories of discipline and mindfulness. Those things are kind of the bridge in between, but you have like stoic versus Epicurean, like someone who's super disciplined, super on point with all their habits. Epicurean, it gets a bad rep, but you know, one of the things you pull out of it is hedonist, you know, somebody who's like, you know, always indulging. Um, then you have your dopamine system versus your serotonin. Well, I'm doing the wrong side. Dopamine system versus your serotonin system. Hard raised effort. You're going to feel those drugs inside your brain. The neurotransmitters, drugs is a bad word. Neurotransmitters are firing off because you just had a hard day's work. You rolled up your sleeves, pulled up your bootstraps, and now you have a nice table. But you could also have the person who just scrolled all day. Um, then you, you have to think about what's the bridge in between. I think it's that responsibility. Derek and I, um, went to Catholic school. We had a certain concept, like a virtue that we're supposed to embody stewards, stewards of the world. So one of your responsibilities is to basically take care of it. You're, I believe that one of our purposes here is we're here to take care of the world, take care of the people around us and the animals. You see something bad happening, you do something about it, if you can. If you can, you know, certainly there's things that are none of your business. You know, people have problems, you might invite yourself into more problems. But um, the last thing on that front I wanted to mention, um, in Transform Those Things, we are those catalysts. But there's a cool thing I heard, and it always sticks with me, is service is the rent we pay for occupying space on this earth. So I think... That's kind of out of everything we're saying. I think that's the bridge, like being good consumers. We can be consumers. We got to be good ones though. Yeah. I think if we take something in, we put something out. Like certainly yeah. we're, we're flawed as people, but if we take something in like the rain, we bring a good crop and we got to stop feeding the cows what they don't want. <laughs> we got to stop feeding them the bullshit. Give them the actual like things that will make them. What is it? Is it grass fed that they really should be free range grass fed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always crack up when I see it on something. I'm like, oh, it kind of breaks my heart to think like, you know, what cows are supposed to be eating. Most of the cows that we consume are not eating. Not yeah. most. Grass I can't fed, say that. grass finished. Yeah. I rather eat the cow that's stuck mm -hmm. in the 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 um the pen that can't move left right back and forth. I don't I don't want to kill the happy cow like that. That makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a way to. wow. That's a way to look at it. <laughs> but that that, can, that cow is living a great life. I want to take the cow who, who's like, man, get me out of here. Yeah, that Put cow. Put me on a bun. <laughs> that cow's that cow's retiring at home is your belly. <laughs> Dude, that cow's best day he lived was in my taco, man. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you have some people triggered uh, off of that. I'm man. just kidding. <laughs> hey, it's it's people's perception, dog. If they get triggered off it, they get triggered off it. I'm just saying, you definitely I'm gonna mean, have some some bitches triggered off it. You got one in the room. I love all kidding. animals. All animals deserve the well, life they live. We had a cool conversation that I recently talked to you about when it came down to animals. What? You know, we talk about those and we talk about uh, your chakras and your lower mm -hmm. chakras being your animalistic bestiality, you know, stuck in your lower vibrations. And I, I had a conversation with you recently about hunting because we were talking about um, going out and following Richard. And I said, I was like, man, I can kind of see on the avatar now 
like the movie when they kill the animal and they like appreciate it for giving its energy back and whatnot. What if those are souls like trapped in a body because they were a dark, they like say someone did some shit in their past life and then they reincarnate back into an animal because that animal is going to be hunted and that animal is always going to be stuck in fight or flight, always going to be stuck in its lower vibrations. Mm -hmm. And so now they basically get hunted because now they, they have to experience a bad experience because they chose bad on their last experience. And so now what I'm doing by killing that animal and taking it for the energy and that's going to help me mm-hmm. with the meat, the protein and all that kind of stuff, I'm actually releasing that soul to have another opportunity. Like wow. they've paid their price. They've mm-hmm. went to their soul prison mm-hmm. per se. And now they've gotten an opportunity at another another mm-hmm. go round, another incarnation. Wow, that's really cool to think about. Somebody mentioned, like we are living either heaven, hell, or in that case, even purgatory. Yeah. So I I like that concept of potentially you're saving another soul, but also giving yourself that energy that's going to be nutrition and stuff for yourself. Yeah. Because me, I'm not. I mean, like. If I'm if I want to do meat going forward nowadays, like I'm not against meat whatsoever. It's mm-hmm. just I don't eat as much as I used to. Right. Like I mm-hmm. consume a little bit less. I know mean, you definitely you definitely want to salt and you want to lime the shit out of your meat. Like mm-hmm. it's I, I don't know the full stuff yet and I'm learning this stuff, but the Bible basically uh, talks about how you should you should salt every meal. And my dad, we used to always get on my dad so much for putting so much salt on his food. And I'm like, I look back and I'm like, that's one of those things Mm -hmm. for our next episode, the Lego episode of Mm -hmm. where I was like, man, we all looked at my dad as like pumping all that salt into him was a bad thing. But in reality, like the fucking Bible even talks about how you should be salting every meal. You should be consuming that salt with every meal to be able to help the process of the digestion. Now, it's not the table salt that my dad was pumping because that's not the greatest <laughs> salt, but he had the fucking concept, right? right. So yeah, yeah. He, he just he didn't have the right he equipment. Right place, yeah. yeah, he had the right theory, just not the right equipment. So, I mean, that being said, you know, finalizing this episode on consumption and production, you know, you have a choice, like we talk about with everything. You have the choice. Where do you want to fall in line? Do you want to be someone who has the understanding of quality and positive and negative consumption? Has the understanding of positive and negative production? You know, someone who produces the A-bomb is obviously, that's not a something that we needed produced. You know, so like there are things that we create that, don't need to be here or don't need to be shared with the world. So you have your opportunity to use your discernment and your awareness and make those choices for yourself, your reality, and ultimately the community that's around you because you affect your community. And I love, I, I don't, you guys remember when the Tide Pod challenge was going on? Oh, Yes. How could I forget? I wanted to throw (laughs) this in there. Oh, geez. I wanted to throw this in there whenever you were talking. 
but I I still crack up at this. Some dude uh, put out a line that looked like a line of coke, but it had it was Ajax. It had oh, the Ajax man. thing sitting next to it, and it said, uh, "All of you kids are doing the Tide Pod challenge. Uh, real motherfuckers uh, know." And and it was doing lines of Ajax. And some lady commented on it and said, "Like you know, like people are like someone's actually going to do this and like die." And he said, "It's the internet. Welcome to the Thunderdome, motherfucker." <laughs> And that's that's it. Like he he honestly yeah. he produced something and put something online that is a negative thing that someone will ultimately consume in a negative way and lead to a negative outcome. But he's not effing wrong. It's your perception. If you're foolish enough to do that, or if you don't not smart enough to know, or whatever, yeah, it's you. It's still on you. Mm-hmm. Still on you for doing it. Just right. because you saw it. You you still had the choice. Yeah. You still had the choice. And my final, my final thing, and I'll let you guys throw out your final stuff. I don't like I I hold on to a small bin in my garage of mem- memories. And I I don't try to hold on to too too much. I don't try to keep too much. But this son of a bitch right here is a memory that I keep. This is from the back bumper of my cross track i worked my ass off i went through school i did everything that i was supposed to do right i finally get the opportunity to buy my first car and i didn't even make my first payment on my first brand new car and was sitting at a red light and had someone smash into the back of me and i drove around with blue paint tape on the back of my car for the longest time that said don't text and drive. don't text and drive this is what happens and had a thing on it like that was going to change anybody but i keep this public a, service announcement on the back of your that's car. actually awesome yeah, yeah. I, not the first part <laughs> i keep this as a remembrance to myself to not be so serious with myself when it comes down to hunting after materialistic goods yeah. This is like a reminder for me. And I try to keep some little things like this in my life as just like, this is the journal, right? This is the journal entry that I don't have from that mm-hmm. day. But yeah. Live so, and learn. so to finalize this episode, Tit, where do you stand on the consumption and production and your understanding or your feelings towards it? I think it was good. Um, particularly for this time of year, a lot of people, this is winter's coming. We're going to be consuming a lot. Just, biology um yeah but it's very interesting because you have a certain word that you used that keeps coming up and i have a word that parallels that um that is my theme for october and november your word discernment you know be very disciplined as to what comes in and it falls in line with the consumer and producer category my word of october and november has been curating Okay. So I've been very mindful of what's coming in and not necessarily what's going out, but just curating what's coming in and trying to decide, is it necessary? Is it helpful? Is it useful? Does it add value to my life? Um, kind of like a minimalist versus hoarding. And um, yeah. 
right now, I think I'm doing fairly well as to what I'm curating. And my library at home is a very good example of that. And just the knowledge coming in, what I'm curating through YouTube, that's my main home base. Just keep coming back to YouTube. Love it. Not trying to sponsor, be sponsored by them. <laughs> I mean, if you guys want to, like, feel free. Um, but I think curating is a good uh, message for anybody to take home. Treat your body and your mind like a museum and decide what adds value and what doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Don't trust us. Trust yourself. As always. Yeah. Later, y'all. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening, folks. Don't hesitate to catch episode 15 releasing next. Am I just a Lego? A deep dive into the building blocks of you. Uh, find us as always for the video action of us three ugly characters on YouTube and anywhere audio where you find your podcasts. Take care.